Why Podcast. Man, it's been a while. I've been gone, you know, off taking care of some personal things, you know, doing family life, the whole nine. But I am back with a vengeance, if it will. You know, a lot of things been going on since I last left you guys. And, you know, I never gave up on the notion of having a podcast, but I always wanted to come revisit this thing once I kind of fine tuned decided to just settle on the two things that I know you know which is movies and video games you know so going forward this podcast is going to be heavily based around the idea of movies and video games we'll be discussing movies that I've seen movies that are coming out you know video games that I've played video games that are on the horizon different things so You know, I'll still, same thing, I'll have some guests on here from time to time. I will, you know, probably have, probably have my missus step in, you know, and have her guest and we'll talk about some movies we've seen together. You know, I'll also, you know, I'll be launching my D-High YouTube page along with this as well, where you'll see, you know, me and the missus probably doing some try not to laugh challenges and and whatnot just because i mean we do it we sit and watch those things anyway by ourselves you know and and have just a good time at home so why not do it for the enjoyment of others on youtube so why not so i guess i mean to kick this thing off you know in the new format or whatever what we plan on doing is we'll it'll either be just me coming in direct with one particular movie that i want to talk about or it'll be me wanting to talk about several different movies and today, I mean, we might as well talk about the biggest movie of the year and what has now cemented itself as my favorite movie in my lifetime, which is Avengers Endgame. Straight off the bat, you know, the first thing I can say about that movie is Jesus Christ. What a great movie. You know, I felt like the experience was what really makes that movie I feel like you walk into that film, you know, with high expectations. And then I feel like you walk out of that film with all those expectations blown out of the water. You know, it's it's crazy to see that we are now 23 movies into the, the MCU. And to see how the Russo brothers... And Kevin Feige wrapped this thing up in such a neat bow and gave it to fans. It provided like all the fan service we needed. And it provided just great moments, memorable moments. To me, it gave perhaps the most, I'm, the, it gave me the most entertaining moment I've ever seen when it comes to like media entertainment things you know music television whatever have you and i've never been in a theater where i've seen an audience absolutely lose it the way that they did in this movie you know obviously the movie came out back in april so if you haven't seen it by now just a heads up talk a few spoilers here and there but i mean of course you've seen it by now they made like 2.7 billion in the box office at this point so you've had to have seen it by now but the crazy thing about the movie was the runtime it was highly advertised that it would be three minutes three hours long and at 
you know, uh, I heard a lot of people talking about, well, when are we going to be able to use the bathroom? Like, this is the Avengers Endgame. If you watched Infinity War, your your mind should already be prepped and wanting to see what happens in the Endgame. Because we saw all the heroes disappear in Infinity War. And the question was always going to be, how are they going to bring everybody back? You know, well, that question was answered and then some by end game the story itself provided so much fan service it answered so many questions and it also left us with questions that you know that'll be answered i'm assuming going forward but one of the hugest questions that came out of it was you know what happens to cap you know when he goes back in time and and ends up with Peggy and they live their life out together. Like if he goes back in time, where is he during all these crazy events that happen and everything? And I mean, honestly, that was a question. All these movies with Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Robert Downey Jr. And if those three guys were to step away right now and say, I'm done with the MCU, I'd be perfectly fine with that because I felt like all three of them had great endings. All three of them had, you know, their their redemption stories in the end, you know, and it ended the way I pretty much expected it would. I figured one of the two out of Cap and Iron Man would die. And I was I had my money originally bet on Captain because I figured like at this point in time in the MCU, he was like almost 100, if not 100 years old. Um Everybody he known in the past, with the exception of Bucky, had died, you know, so I figured like it was probably about time they did away with him. But in true Marvel fashion, they gave me a curveball that even I didn't see coming. And I really appreciated it, you know, like to see him go back and finally get his dance with Peggy to their song from, you know, the original Captain America movie. Like it was awesome. And it was just fan service. To the you know to the fullest, you know they they even gave him some lighthearted moments in there with the whole that's America's ass comedy bit, which it you know to see that side of Chris Evans is always fun, you know considering like where he came from before he was Captain America in his career, and then there's Chris Hemsworth, you know to see the direction they went in with Thor, it was shocking to see you know fatter Thor, but. I also liked it because to me, what would a guy like, you know, that's this, you know, he's the king of Asgard. He's this this hero that's this guy who's supposed to protect the realms and all that stuff. What would he do if he just failed and half of, you know, all life ceased to exist? Of course, he'd fall into depression and begin drinking himself crazy. Because of all the carbs and beer, and he's just drinking himself, you know, almost to death. Like he's just drinking and drinking, and he's just sitting at home playing video games with his friends, basically. That's it, you know. So I had no problem with, you know, Fat Thor. Um, I did think that towards the end of the movie, he would, you know, go back to his slimmer self, but. I'm okay with him being Fat Thor even in the final battle. You know, that was fine. 
I mean, I guess that's just not how the way it works. Like, you can't just be fat and then all of a sudden summon the power of Thor and and then you're back skinny again. But it's cool. I mean, I, I felt like he had a good a good arc in the movie. To see him um, leave, leave with the Guardians at the end was awesome. You know, because it kind of sets up that cosmic adventure with, you know, with the Guardians and him. And I honestly, I hope... I really do hope that James Gunn decides to keep Thor. I hope James Gunn and Kevin Feige decide to keep Thor with the with the Guardians of the Galaxy in this um in volume 3. That would be tremendous. It would be awesome and I think the comedy of um Hemsworth and Pratt playing off of each other would be awesome. You know. And then we get to the absolute Goat, Robert Downey Jr. I've had this conversation with a few of my friends, and I can't say it enough. I don't think in the history of the public eye, in well, I'll say as far as entertainment goes, I don't think I've seen a bigger comeback story than Robert Downey Jr. Like, the guy was in rehab, had had several trips to jail, you know, like he had just been in so much trouble and he was all pretty much rode off in Hollywood. You know, it's just a troublemaker who was always getting into stuff and was never going to bounce back. I remember when he was originally cast as Iron Man, there was a, you know, a lot of groans about it. Like, oh, I don't know. And then people saw Iron Man and fell in love with Robert Downey Jr., myself included. And it was... From there, we just went on. It was off and running with him as the leader of the MCU. Fast forward to 2019 to Avengers Endgame. And what we saw from him was the greatest thing. Like, it was the greatest possible ending for him. Like, he played such a key role in the Avengers being able to accomplish their goal by helping them figure out the time travel key, you know, wielding the gauntlet, snapping Thanos and his entire army away. Like it just, it to me, it was just such a tremendous ending for him. And to see like the final credit sequence where they, they show the, the characters, the actor, and it has like the signature on the screen, it was awesome. But to see like the ovation and i've even seen like audience reactions on youtube and stuff like that but the ovation that robert downey got like when his name appeared on the screen was amazing i myself shed tears during his death scene and you know i've had to also talk to my friends about this where it was like the russos set up like four moments there where they wanted you to cry, you know, in regards to his scene. It was like realizing that he's dying right there in front of, you know, Rhodey, Pepper, and um, Peter, right after he had just done the snap. When they put the reef in the water that says proof that Tony Stark has a heart. When Morgan says she wants cheeseburgers to happy. And then the hologram scene. Where he says, I love you 3,000. That's like four moments right there that were guaranteed. Like one of those was going to get tears out of you. You know, 
And so, man, that, that it just hit so hard, you know. And then it, it was also like that realization, like, not only are you losing Iron Man from the MCU, but you're losing Robert Downey Jr., who has been the hero of this whole thing, man. Like, if not for Robert Downey Jr. and all the footage you see of him on these press tours and doing his thing, like, if not for him, then, if not for him, then I don't think the MCU is just as strong as it is. He left, he definitely left a legacy in this thing. Like, it's going to be hard to follow. Like, if there's anybody else that comes along and has the same length of run in these Marvel films as he did, it's going to be a big shoes to fill, man, because he really did a great job in this thing, man. And it was just a tremendous performance by him. I've heard some people saying that he should be considered for an Oscar. I don't think it'll happen, but I also wouldn't be mad if it happened. You know, I... I mean, at some point, Robert Downey Jr. will see, if he doesn't see an actual Oscar, it'll be a Lifetime Achievement Award because the man is, the man is gold. You know, he's now given me two of my favorite characters of all time in Lincoln Osiris and in Tony Stark. So I'm really happy for him. I'm glad to see the redemption he's had, you know, in his career i hope that he just goes on to do more and more great things but man his performance in endgame was just it was awesome the movie i've at this point in time i've seen endgame in its entirety a few times it's i just can't find my i just can't pull myself away from that you know from the movie itself it man it's a great movie it's really good tremendous the another person we lost from the the thing was Josh Brolin as Thanos. Now I figured Thanos would die, you know, because you gotta you can't just have big bads just sitting around, you know, and then the next big bad joins, then the next big bad joins. So I figured he would have to go. I think that he did a tremendous job as Thanos. The menacing voice, the the one-liners, the monologues he has in there. I've seen a lot of people quoting his stuff, and it's all great, man. I think he what he did as a villain is something that'll be remembered for a very, very, very long time. I really like what he did on the big screen, and Josh Brolin is another one who's just a tremendous actor and and has done his thing. And then the last person we lost, Scarlett Johansson, a.k.a. Black Widow. To see her go out the way she did, it was, I wasn't expecting it because the way it was looking in the movie, it was like Hawkeye was going to be the one to do it because his family was already gone. But when you really realize, like, like during the scene where they meet Red Skull and Red Skull says daughter of Ivan and she makes the comment like I didn't even know who my dad was you really realize in that moment like she has nobody no kids no boyfriend slash husband like it's just her the only people she has are the Avengers so it was in that moment you kind of realize like wow it's about to be her and then when they have the tussle and the fight and you see um 
her basically slip and fall to her death and she dies and that's just the end for her like to see her go out now i know we'll get to see more of black widow because they already have a movie taking place right now that they're filming which i'm assuming is a prequel but to see her go out in that fashion and that was that was another tearjerker right there it was heartbreaking to see her go out that way but she gave such a tremendous performance you know from first seeing her in iron man 2 to now like to see the transformation of the character like black widow is such a badass you know and i really couldn't see anybody else playing that role after scarlett johansson did such a wonderful job especially in these latter films to see her like from about civil war on she really just keyed in on that role and and did a great job i really enjoyed it but on to some lighter stuff in the movie to see Cap, Wild Mjolnir, I figured it would happen. I kind of knew it was happening, but that still didn't measure up to when it actually happened on the screen. And to hear that, like, it was like an audible gasp slash excitement from everybody, you know, in the theater, like, uh, I'll say this as a side note, there I don't think in my lifetime I will ever have a moment in the theater. I don't ever think I'll have another experience in the theater like that opening night of Avengers. Like when everybody was just in there. None of us knew what was going to happen. Nobody had any spoilers. Nobody knew anything. We just all sat down for a three-hour ride and it was tremendous. To see, you know, to have those experiences with everybody was awesome. But to see like when Cap grabbed Mjolnir, you heard the audible gasp slash sort of cheer. And then you cut to Thor, who pretty much in sync with the entire audience was thinking, I knew it. And to see him actually wielding the hammer and with the shield and putting a hurting on Thanos, like it was so amazing. And then you see Thanos get the upper hand. It's looking like things are getting bleak. Cap sees, you know, Thanos' whole army show up. And he's like looking just real, you know, he's looking like this is it. I think I'm about to die fighting this guy. And then you hear, Cap, can you read me? Cap, it's Sam. Cap, on your left. And then you see the portal open up and out walks Black Panther, Okoye, and Shuri. And then in flies Sam. And then the rest of the portals open up. And from the moment you hear Cap, can you read me? Well, let me back up. From the moment you see Cap wield the hammer, I've never experienced anything like that in entertainment. I've never heard so many people cheering like that not even in sports when you see people lose it over stuff like that i've never seen the type of reaction like these were these were people like absolutely losing it this the theater went crazy as the portals kept opening up and more and more heroes kept appearing you know you see valkyrie and the asgardians coming through you see 
Doc Strange, you see the Guardians of the Galaxy, and you see Spider-Man, who got a huge ovation when he showed up back on screen. And then, as everybody's lining up, and the music is building, which, let me say this, the music, <laughs> they have found ways to make the Avengers theme hit so hard in your feels when it pops on the screen like during these moments man in infinity war you had thor showing up to wakanda which a year ago i said that was the greatest thing i've ever seen on the big screen to that being straight blown out of the water by the, all the heroes lining up after coming out of the portals cap grabbing the hammer and then saying, finally saying on the big screen, Avengers Assemble. To the, the music blaring, everybody running towards Thanos and his army. And it just, the, man, the theater was going so crazy. I felt like getting out of my seat and running towards the big screen. I was so amped up. And that moment right there has led me to see the movie multiple times. Because I just could not get over the fact like this is happening like it was so exciting in that moment i had literal tears of joy in my eye and if you don't believe me you can ask my missus who i turned to when this was happening and she looked me in the face and just smiled because she knew i i'd been talking her ear off for a year now leading up to this film and talking about the excitement and the joy that I had for it and how much I wanted to see it. So to finally get it, you know, I was just so excited. And when that moment happened, I absolutely lost it on the inside. I was a little kid again, you know, reading comic books, watching the cartoons, having all this excitement, having these discussions with my brothers where we all wish this was live action stuff. So to see that, that moment on the big screen, I felt like, Marvel, Disney, the Russos, they did such fan service on that part right there. And the movie as a whole, that it that moment right there single-handedly makes this movie my favorite movie of all time. And that's tough for me to say with all the movies that I've watched in my lifetime, but I don't care. To me, movies are about the moments that it creates the memories that it that it gives you and the feels that it gives you and this movie touched on all you know my inner feelings and everything and it got the emotion out of me that i was hoping for and to wrap it up i mean the end game was just it was just a tremendous film i truly enjoyed it i cannot wait to have it again and watch it I'll be watching it, you know, probably many times over the, the next decade or whatever, as long as there's more Marvel films to be taken in. You know, it was so great, man. I really enjoyed it. The storyline as a whole was just good. The fan service, the callbacks, you know, to see, like, Tony get to interact with his father. Cap gets to see Peggy one more time, you know. Hawkeye gets his family back. You get to see um, Ant-Man gets to see his daughter again and gets hope back. You get to see, like, it's just, it's so much fan service in this movie. I really, I really enjoyed it. 
I think they, you know, they did a great job wrapping this up in a neat little bow. And the Russos personally got a fan out of me for life. Whatever they make, you know, I'm there to go see it. I don't care. It could be a damn Charmin commercial. I'm in there, you know, just to see the work that they've done. That was tremendous. I take off my hat to everybody involved. And I'm looking forward to see what Marvel does going forward with the rest of their characters. I've heard rumors of some of the characters that they have coming forward, some of the movies that they have coming forward. And and I'm looking forward to all of it. The Marvel, what they've set up in their universe is tremendous. I'm hoping DC gets their stuff on track. And so they can compete with these guys and just make it the best movies possible. Because I feel like as comic book fans, we deserve it. You know, so, I mean, that, that's all I can say about Endgame. It was just great, man. Outside of that, just been getting ready for um, for E3, which that'll be the next episode that I'll be talking about. Is like my predictions going forward for E3. And then the episode after that will be what comes out of E3 and my reactions to it. Um, lately, all I've been doing is playing a lot of PUBG with the, with the guys and on Xbox and playing God of War on PlayStation. I'll say this. I held off on playing God of War for a very long time, and I felt like I did myself a disservice once I finally started playing it because that game deserved game of the year for a reason. Good God, what a good game, man. To... To see, like, you know, the the Norse mythology in there, you know, where they're referencing Thor and Freya and Baldur and, you know, and, and all that stuff. It's just, man, it's just good. It's just a, it's a great game. I play, I don't play it every day. I try to play whenever I know I got some free time, you know, and I, and I can play uninterrupted. But man, what a great game. I truly enjoy playing that game, and I'll be playing a lot of it going forward. Still playing PUBG. I can't. It's something about that game. PUBG is not the perfect game, but it sets its hooks in you. I think partly because it's not easy to win. You don't just go in there and get a win every time you play. You know, it. you have to work for it. And... I think it's just fun playing with the guys like when you when me and the guys are on our stuff and we're working well as a team and everybody's making call outs and and all that stuff and we're moving as a unit we we play very well together but then i mean we'll have our days where we're just on there joking around and having a good time and we're not winning anything but we're still having fun you know getting frustrated along the way at how did that guy kill me and all that stuff like that but it's fun, but I, I just, right now, PUBG still has its hooks in me, man, and it's been over a year since it's come out, and it's, it's just still fun, you know, and I see myself still playing that for a while, but that's all I'm playing right now. I mean, I'm just, me and the wife are house hunting at this point in time and trying to get some things done there, but other than that, don't really have much going on, but as always... I appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you for listening. 
you know, I'll be back next episode to talk about my E3 predictions and what we got going forward. And appreciate you guys listening. I'm D-High, and I'm out.